Welcome to the Stress-Free CEO Life, where I, Matt Travis, and my guests will help you reduce, remove, and heal from any stressors and challenges creating dis-ease in your mind, body, or business. If you are committed to becoming a more conscious creator, empowered entrepreneur, an optimistic overcomer, and creating more inner peace, purpose, and prosperity in your life, then this podcast is for you. I'm so glad you're here today. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stress-Free CEO Life. I am super excited to have an amazing conversation with our guest, Nedra Blitz. Uh, We are going to get deep, deep, deep into the subconscious, into health, into weight release, into all of that type of stuff. So if you are a CEO right now, if you're an entrepreneur and you are at that place where you're one of your biggest stressors is health, is your weight, is your uh, well-being, then this is 100% for you. So I'm super excited to have you. Thank you for coming. Oh, I am so excited to be here. We just, every time we talk, we just want to go deep. So now we're going to do it. Yeah, we get to do it. We just hit record, right? (laughs) Um, So I would love for you just right out of the gate, just to help people understand where, where you're from, kind of how you got to this space so that we can kind of get the preface so people know where we're going with this. All right. I'll try to give you some highlights. Um, I was born and raised in Iowa and I am back in Iowa right now. I have um, two grown adult children, girls, and um, I've gone through the empty nest and about, let's see, about 10 years ago, my then 18 year old daughter, I found out she had an eating disorder and uh, I was crushed as a mom, as any mom would be. And then all of my memories of my childhood came flooding back where I learned to do weight loss competitions with my mom and my grandma, Mm. my cousin at just 10 years old, where I learned stepping on the scale, you know, made my heart sink. And I remember my cousin gasping at how much I weighed. And and so weight was a battle for me. And then I thought, oh, my God, what did I teach my daughter about food, about her body? And uh, she developed um, an eating disorder, which launched me on a massive journey, which didn't turn out to be about her, but turned out to be about me. So she was the catalyst. Um, And at the time, I was a hotel manager, um, not very happy with the type of person that I was angry and stressed out all the time. Um, I was doing quite well in other people's eyes. Uh, but still sort of living paycheck to paycheck in that kind of mentality. And um, another wake up call happened where my hotel was sold and I had different owners and my already stressful job became ridiculously stressful. And I'm like, I'm just like, something has to change. Mm -hmm. And that was the catalyst that pushed me into becoming an entrepreneur. And my first dip at being an entrepreneur was in the franchise um, I had a fitness center. I started with one location and um, I didn't think I had the skills to go it on my own. So I wanted that manual to follow. And yeah. so I did that for a few years before I got into energy work, and which led me then into um, hypnotherapy. And we can get deeper into that. But that's sort of the the, the um, broad overview. 
that was beautiful. You did that really well. That was smooth. Um, I guess my first question right out of the gate, just knowing what you know about the subconscious, and I think this will help a lot of the listeners um, because I talk about this a lot and we just have, we have a lot of similarities in this is how important it is that we are very aware and conscious of our the way the language we're using and the way that we're being around our kids. Cause I know as a parent personally, you know, like the stress of, I don't want, I don't want to mess my kid up. Right. Like that's like a thought process that runs through your head. And yet we are passing on a lot of our subconscious stuff, right. Our habits, our beliefs, our values, right. We're, we're passing on that and that's becoming indoctrinated into them. Knowing what you know now, and thinking about that, do you feel like, and you can't go back and beat yourself up at all, right? No. And and what are some of the aha takeaways that you had knowing what you know now around the way that you, you approach that with your daughter? Well, I'm going to start with the right now because I think every mother that I've worked with and including myself on my journey, we have guilt because we didn't do better. Hmm but we all do the best that we can at the time with what we know. And, and that's what I did. And I'm sure that's all the moms that are listening. You guys have done the very best that you can. Once you know better, you can do better. So number one, you have to forgive yourself for the past and, and what you've demonstrated to your children and what's happened. There's, there's nothing else you can do, yes. but when we experience what we don't want, it shows us what we do want. And that's what growth and learning is. And we can, we can grow and learn and do better and forgive ourselves for the past. Okay. Number two, I turned my experience, you know, of course there would be lots of things I would do differently. And I don't even want to call them regrets, but if I were to do it again, start from scratch and be a mom, I would do it differently. That's not an option, but my kids have seen me transform. Hmm. They've seen me put the work into myself. They even referred to me as not so much now because it's been 10 years, but earlier, previously, they'd be like this old, that was old mom. And this is new mom. Wow. So by them watching me in, in their teenage years, later teenage years, it taught them they can do anything. Yeah. So they watched me change. They watched me become an entrepreneur. They watched me become a successful entrepreneur. And knowing that I gave them that lesson by being a role model in that way, that helped me to kind of let go of the mistakes that I made. And honestly, I was able to apologize to my kids. You know what? I wouldn't do that again, but that's what I knew at the time. And, and I've coached moms to have those honest conversations with their grown kids to heal the relationship. Yeah. Um, so if you have younger kids, they are watching, they're listening to everything you Absolutely. say. Um, they're watching everything that you do. And so try to maybe take a look at yourself from that different standpoint. What am I doing and why am I doing it? Hmm. So again, role modeling or role modeling for your children, the behavior that you would want them to see. And so negative self-talk is probably the number one thing that women do. And so consciously, right? Like out loud by accident without really noticing it, without really noticing it, what Absolutely. they're saying about themselves. And so 
switching from the self-sabotage and the, the shaming yourself into praise might feel uncomfortable, but do you want to raise your children to praise themselves and encourage themselves? So this is a new skill. And I would say, let's practice it and start being kind to yourself and start being like your own best cheerleader. Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm hearing you say is it's a lot of the healing that you did with, with your daughter and with your kids was first becoming because you becoming the role model, you becoming the person that they see, because I mean, any parents that are listening, know your kids aren't really listening to you. They're watching you, right? They're, they're watching you. They're not listening to you. Uh, they may catch one or two snippets of what you say to them, but they're totally watching you. And then I think one of the, one of the most beautiful things is like that, that apology and that, that just letting them know. And that also is really great for children to know that like, we all make mistakes. And it's also that modeling piece, right? I, my, my listeners know I worked with kids for over 18 years and it's like that modeling piece is so, so important in them seeing that, yes, it is okay to make mistakes. And then what do you do next? And you've empowered them to see that you can change, things can evolve, right? And that actually really helps with the subconscious shifts on their end of things as well. So I just love that you brought all that up. It's it's wonderful. So just to add a little bit more to that, um, until the children are like six or seven years old, they're naturally in that theta brain wave. Absolutely. So they're like a sponge and and they take everything literally. So those first six years are so crucial there even if you make a joke about your body being like you know my butt is as big as a barn or whatever yeah at that stage the mind is literal and my advice to parents of young kids make sure your child knows they're loved they're safe and they feel significant and that means what they think what they feel that's it let's keep it simple it's not about the toys that you buy them. It's about making sure they feel loved and important. Absolutely. And just so you all understand, like the theta brainwave state is the same brainwave state as hypnosis. So it is something where they're just absorbing, like you, like, like you just said, like they're just absorbing all of this and showing your actions speak louder than words, right? So showing them and being there for them. A lot of them, they, they just want you to be there for them. They want you to connect with them. And yes, language, 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 language. And I'm not talking about swearing, folks. I'm talking about the things that you're saying um, and the way that you're saying them um, may be something. <laughs> Have you ever caught yourself saying something and you're like, oh my God, I'm my, my mom and dad. You know, like you... You all of a sudden are, you become your parents <laughs> and you're Absolutely. like, it's, it's crazy that it's coming out like that. But it's like, it's understanding that a lot of this is generational and it's handed down. And a lot of it's generational trauma that we're passing down over and over again. And that's where a lot of our stress comes from. Right. Um, so huge shifts here, huge, big, big things. So I, just like you, uh, 
got into the fitness world, right? Ran a, a franchise fitness facility, all that stuff. And then what ultimately made you be like, this isn't exactly what I'm supposed to be doing? So for me, the turning point was when I found out my daughter had an eating disorder. That was a couple of years after opening the first franchise and working in the fitness industry. You know, you hear things like calories in, calories out. And I already Bingo. knew at the time, I'm like, I don't, I don't buy into that because a calorie is not a calorie. Bingo. Um, and then I also saw people, I managed the first location that we opened and I would see people come in and buy a membership and then never come back. Or I'd see them come in and they'd work out once. And then they would get sore and they would never come back. And I started to like kind of just watch their behavior and listening to the things that they were saying. And they would come in like all gung-ho, way overboard, setting unrealistic goals and then feeling like a failure and then completely dumping it. So I'm like, there's, there's way more to health than the calories and the exercise. And so I needed to find that solution. Well, that was my motivator to find the solution for my daughter, not only for her, but in me. And I could see it in my mom and see it in my grandma. So you're talking about generational patterns. I could see that yeah. all the women in my family struggle with weight. And I'm like, why is that? Why is my family? the females have, have a weight issue and you see other, you know, women and, and they're, they're thin all the way through life. And I'm like, what is it? What makes us different? So I, um, took yoga teacher training was kind of the first thing I did that was in the non-traditional. And that exposed me to a lot of things, um, crystals, essential oils, mm. um, just that movement and the meditation. And now I'm like, starting to learn about what paying attention to what's going on inside what I had never done that because I was a workhorse that's what I was raised yeah, yeah. you work hard um so that kind of opened it up and then I wasn't even through my yoga training which was um nine months long then I found something called theta healing which is an energy healing modality but it focuses on the subconscious with a with a spiritual and an energy healing part to it so I spent many years um, digging into that and I actually got certified at the highest level and I was an instructor so I taught classes for many many years but I saw not everybody was getting the same results some people would have phenomenal results and then some people would go back to their other patterns so I just kept looking yeah. I wanted to find like the permanent solution. And that's, I would say, when the universe brought Marissa Peer into, um, I don't even know. I don't know how I signed up for her training. I don't even remember. It was just like a thing that happened. Yeah. I went to Berlin and I studied five days in, in person with her and then did the, the rest of it. I'm sure the same training that you did through that, the year long program. Yeah. And um but I remember like, I don't know how that happened, but I know that's when it's right for me. It yeah. just happens. And I follow that. So um, now that I have, and and when I got completed that training, it is the only, the only thing that I use one-on-one -on -one with my clients. When, yep. when I'm in, um, I do in-person retreats and I do um, other things. I'll bring in all of my tools, but the, the, the hypnotherapy really that's where the the computer program is is in the subconscious mind totally yes yeah there's so much to unpack here uh there's so many ways we could go with this because all of that 
um, it's, it's just, you and I are literally, we, we, it's so interesting seeing the, how you found and went the direction you went. Cause I literally was on the same mission as you at the same time, just doing it in a different way. Right. So I destroyed my gut health and running my fitness facility. And that's what shifted me to understand to go deeper but i was also like why do people not get results or why do they get results and can't keep them same as you right and this is a chronic problem yeah would you agree right this is a yes. chronic problem and this is what's what it's causing for people is that it's causing these trauma shame cycles that it's something wrong with them and i love that you kept going to keep looking to find the thing that uh, aligned with you and the same thing for me and how I found Marissa Peer. <laughs> I'll never forget the day because uh, I would listen to YouTube videos on the way to my fitness facility. And I came across the I Am Enough video with Marissa. Uh, that was her TED Talk. And I remember listening to it and literally like bawling my eyes. I remember crying because I had never heard somebody express the way that I felt on the inside. Cause that was my thing. I just never felt like I was enough. Yeah. And I go to my fitness facility. I don't know if you had this type of thing, but like on the whiteboards, it would be like all the programs and all that type of stuff. And I remember like erasing all that and writing, you are enough, like on the boards to all these people, like they come in for the workout that, that day. And they're like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I just had this, wide open awakening that a lot of us either don't feel worthy enough to take care of our health and release the weight, or we don't feel capable or confident. And it's really a lot of times at that subconscious level, right? Yeah. It's like, we can program all the things fitness wise, we can pro we can set up an eating plan, we can, you know, that's what we do as as health professionals. And at the same time, most of what's happening is on the inside yeah. and you seeing that and jumping in and, you know, I as well, like Marissa has been such a special person in our lives that have helped us say, Hey, there's more to this puzzle than just your macros, right. Or your fitness plan or your sleeping there's deeper stuff, especially if we're looking to not only get results, but the most important is keep the results, right? Yeah. Does this be a good time to share my personal results with my weight loss journey? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So I spent, you know, a little bit about my story. I grew up overweight, but I spent my entire over uh, adult life, um, my weight kind of yo-yoing. There were times when I could get it down. Um, and I'm, I'm about 5'10", and my ideal healthy weight, what I thought it was previously was 172 pounds. That was my lowest adult weight. And I didn't look too bad at that weight and I felt fairly comfortable. So um, just to let, cause there's listeners out there and, and th that number on the scale is going to vary for everybody Absolutely. what it should be. Um, so that was kind of my target weight, but I had tried you know, I own gyms, I own fitness centers. I tried every kind of like paleo diet and eating different, different ways. And maybe temporarily I could get that weight down, but like, you're talking about why can't, why can't people keep it? 
So my daughter was the catalyst to get me on this program, but I knew I needed to figure it out for myself. You know, I've got to find the answer. And again, I'm modeling for others as I'm trying to to find the, the answer, but it was finally through RTT and having some sessions and getting into the subconscious mind to find out what was actually creating the weight. Since my first RTT session, I shed 43 pounds Mm -hmm. and I'm 19 pounds lighter than my original target weight. So that tells you guys, if you do math, I'm at 153. So like, like that's a healthy, healthy weight for me. And it's super easy to keep off. Like no dieting, no restriction, nothing's off limits, but I don't really, I, I don't eat a lot of processed stuff. I don't want to, I want to eat whole foods. Um, if I go out and do I eat pizza? Sure. I eat pizza from time to time and I don't feel bad about it, but it's not like a regular food. So I love that I can enjoy what I want to enjoy. Um, but I just crave the good, healthy food because I love my body and I want to nourish my body. So I did that over the age of 50. I'm 53 years old right now. And, and it took me 10 years of searching the subconscious mind to finally get into hypnotherapy, to finally be able to find the solution. And in the process, now I know what to look for in my clients, an empty feeling, feeling uncomfortable in your body, depression. That's a heavy feeling. It creates a heavy body. So Everybody is different, but there's so many things that are unexpected that you can't see unless you're in hypnosis. Confusion with food being love. Grandma, you know, she would make all these goodies and you felt love. So you don't realize when you eat sugar again later, you're feeling love, but it's not. Yeah. So it's really cool. We can get into the subconscious mind, unpack that and understanding is the most important thing. So when a client sees that pattern and they understand it, now we can take it apart and now we can replace it. It's so freaking amazing. I love my job. I love, I'll work with a client and, you know, sometimes we get to the end and they look 10 years younger than when we started because they've released something so heavy. They've been carrying for so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 so deep it's so deep I, I mean i feel so similar to you where it's been one of the biggest rewards of my entire life to actually know and and i always think back to like old clients when i was running my fitness facilities that i didn't know that i wasn't actually able to really help them i thought i could right you know fitness nutrition sleep all these things and those are important Folks, we're not saying that those aren't important. We're just saying that there's a lot of stuff that's happening on the inside that you might not even be aware of. We don't know what we don't know, right? And so I look at those things like symptoms. If someone's not sleeping well, that's a symptom. If they're craving unhealthy food, that's a symptom. And so what is deeper? That's why we were trying to help them at a symptom level. And we're not going to get permanent results there. So, so it's. Very yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is a good time to go into this because I experienced this with my clients. I'm sure you do as well, is there's some fear around the idea of what this is, right? Am I going to like, like, 
am I going to relive this? Is this something that, you know, I don't, because a lot of us, we're, when we think about therapy, we think about going to talk therapy, talking it out, touching the wound, putting our finger in the wound, it hurts, then we don't necessarily, and I'm not downplaying talk therapy, there's a time and place for that. But it's the type of thing where a lot of people just don't want to keep reliving this stuff over and over again. And they don't know what it all entails and, and all of that stuff. So there's some fear around what's going to happen in this process. So um, I'd love for you to kind of like break down because I've done this for them, but I want multiple different ideas of how this, you know, why we don't need to be afraid of this. Yeah. So I'm thinking of a specific person that I know, and I don't want to give too much information just for his privacy. Yeah. Um, but I know that he is so afraid of looking at what he's feeling. He's an alcoholic. He's got liver problems. He's got um, COPD. You know, he's got major health problems because he's, he, he refuses and he won't, he won't take a look at what's actually happening inside of him. I can see that that's manifesting mm. in his health and it's dramatically going to shorten his life. I would be more afraid of that. Yeah. So I want the listeners to, to look at you, you, you have, you actually have multiple paths in front of you, but let's just narrow it down to two the path that you're currently on and then your potential your potential path that you could be going on is it scary to look at at your feelings it is um it can be i should say it can be and what most people do is they live their life in reaction to avoid these feelings which means they keep stuffing it back down. And you are using so much energy to try to contain that, that it is limiting your capacity in life. So if you could take two hours and take a deep breath and say, you know what? I, I, wanna, I wanna get rid of this because that's what happens in a hypnotherapy session. You actually can get rid of it instead of fighting this thing. So I want you to pay attention to see if you are fighting yourself, like in your patterns. And a lot of people use food to cope. That's because they weren't taught to feel their feelings and to process them. You know, the, the, the emotions are in the, the stomach. And if we get quiet, those things want to come up. So people who, who are, are busybodies can't sit still, have that monkey brain you're probably avoiding something. Yeah. If you're emotionally eating, you're avoiding something. If you are drinking way too much, you're probably avoiding something, but it's become a pattern. So just taking a look at what could be underneath because our emotions drive our behavior. And looking at that underneath, you know, you can you can actually move past it and feel like a different person. You can feel lighter in 2 hours. So I would say, take a deep breath and go for it. Like just make the appointment and just do it. Yep. Yeah. Cause the numbing is going to keep happening. It's yeah. just going to keep happening. And, um, and a lot of times people will numb in different ways. Like you said, you know, eating is one of them. Um, 
work for our CEO and entrepreneurial folk, a lot of times it's getting, doing more business, more, 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 right? Like it's the do, 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 right? Like, and they don't think of that as numbing as well, right? So no matter how you are doing it, um, this can be a, a solution for that. And it, it is completely safe. You are in 100% control 100% of the time. Uh, it's not like the stage hypnosis that you see on TV, folks. Right. Um, and even then, I, I will say it this way, like even then when you see uh, if you've ever been to something like that, uh, you'll notice that they bring a bunch of people on stage and they send back about half of them because it's not something that uh, they they realize the people that are running the show, they realize, oh, this person's uh, not ready, willing and able to to go through this. Um, so like something I do with my clients is I'll usually send them a recording, uh, just a pre-recorded one ahead of time to get their mind to be okay with my voice, right? And that's a really important point to understand is like, everyone will find the right person for them too. So if you've had hypnosis in the past, or you've worked with energy work in the past, or, you know, every single practitioner is a little bit different. That's why I bring on amazing people like you, Nedra, because everybody, there's someone for everybody. I always say there's soulmate clients, but there's also soulmate coaches and soulmate therapists, you know? Yeah. So finding that right person is really what I'm on this planet to do is to help people find their person. And I think you're amazing. And I just feel like if you're, if this is resonating with you folks, like just connect with Nedra because she can, uh, I don't bring people on that. I don't trust and believe in and know that they have uh, amazing skill and yeah, it's just so important to do the deep work. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I guess this leads me to my next question is I want you to think of what it would feel, what it would have been like if you didn't do this work. Like if you didn't actually find this, what do you think your life would be like? You know, I do think about that from time to time. And, and actually the catalyst that makes me think about that is when I see peers hmm. or family members, you know, I have, I have a brother um, that, that passed away on his 56th birthday and I'm 53 and, and you see people like with serious health conditions that are my age or younger even, or five years older. And, and I'm, I'm constantly reminded yeah. um, that I, I can, Matt, Matt and I talked before we hit the, we started the show and um, I told, told him I was 53 and um, you, you know, it, He's, wow, that that um, was a little bit of a surprise for him. So I I feel very. You useful. don't look fifty three. <laughs> I don't feel 53. for those of you that yeah for those of you that are watching this on YouTube, you're gonna be like what? Oh. But um yeah, it, it just yeah blew my mind a little bit. So, but that is from releasing this all of the stuff. You, you know, it's been a ten year journey for me that I've been working on letting go of the past and, and choosing better beliefs and letting go of the stuff that's been holding me back. And that's manifesting in my body. Yeah. It's manifesting in my health. It's manifesting in my skin. My skin looks better than it did when I was in my late twenties. Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of touch back on, 
what I was talking about earlier and bringing it together right now, when you're carrying that heavy stuff inside your body, which is emotions, which come from your beliefs, it affects your body. Um, Can you sit in peace? Like I can sit and I don't have to think about anything and I can simply be at peace. And I would invite you guys, if you, if you can't do that, there's some inner things you can clear out so you can actually experience that. I can't even fathom what my life would be like if I hadn't taken this journey. Um, And that makes me more grateful than I can even put into words because I know I'm going to have a long, healthy, happy life. I'm going to be active in 20 years from now. Like I'm not going to be a pill popper and you know, I'm going to be moving my body. So can I, I haven't told you what it would be like, but I can tell you that I don't even want to touch it with a, a thousand foot pole. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's beautiful to reflect on a journey like that. And I, one point that you just brought up there that like, I really want to drive this point home. Um, this made a lot of sense to me when I read Bruce Lipton's book, biology of belief, like our beliefs folks are, uh, communicating with our at a cellular level. Um, so like all the things that uh, Nedder was just saying there when it's like your skin is better, you're, 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 you feel happier, right? Like all of these things, it's because there's a, uh, your perception is creating a reality. So when we change inside, our outside changes more than anything else. Um, and if we don't take care of ourselves first, very hard to take care of anybody else right and it's very hard to grow a business it's just harder to do everything if uh, if we don't have if we if we are not uh if the body that we're living in is uh being abused and it's not being taken care of it's hard to drive our business right it's hard to it's hard to parent the way we want to parent it's hard to do it's harder to do those things and I just absolutely loved hearing all of this today and it's just super powerful. And I hope you all got some insights as to how um, any of this type of work or anything around this could be a benefit to you. So can you give our listeners just an uh, idea of where they can find you? And we'll put all this in the show notes, folks, but just saying it out loud where they can find you. Uh, how do they best can connect with you? What does that look like? Well, if you are interested a little bit more in my story, I'm a co-author of a book that's going to be released very soon. Um, And it is called Own Your Expertise. And Alina Vincent is the main author. Alina. Yep. And so you'll hear my story about how I came to own my expertise. So if entrepreneurs are listening. Um, You're really going to like that book because it is full of stories from entrepreneurs. Um, So I would encourage you to grab a copy of that. And you can certainly visit my website, which is my name, Nedra, N-E-D-R-A, Blitz, B-L-I-E-T-Z.com. And you can find me on Facebook as well. I do have a private group, Infinite Possibilities for Female Entrepreneurs. And um, because that is sort of the the umbrella that I work under, even though right now I am specializing in weight. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
And folks, this is, I want to add one last thing. I say this in a lot of the, uh, in a lot of the interviews that we do, if you've listened to any other episodes, like Nedra and I are doing very similar things and we're helping very similar people. And, and when you get stuck in scarcity and lack and you're like, oh, but you know, you get stuck, <laughs> you get stuck in all that. We need to all come together. That's my mission is to bring us all together because the world needs us now. The world needs us now. There's billions of people that are sick. They're unhealthy. They're stressed out. They don't know where to turn. And that's why I think it's important to connect with people all the time that can help your people, people that are in your audience, find their person. And if you've listened to this episode today and Nedra's your person, that makes my heart grow a million sizes because that is what this is all about. It's about finding the right person that's going to help you. You know, there's an awesome book uh, by Dan Sullivan. I think it's Dan Sullivan. It's uh, Who Not How. It's an awesome book. And it's about finding what if, what if you had a problem and instead of asking yourself, how do I solve this problem? You asked, who can help me solve this problem? And if you're who is Nedra, definitely connect with her, reach out. The, all of this will be in the show notes. Um, the book, definitely get it. Anything that Alina puts out is awesome and just amazing, awesome bonuses and all, all that type of stuff. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out and uh, and doing this. And I just know everyone's going to really love listening to you uh, share your wisdom and your knowledge and your dharma. So thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here. So I hope that um, our conversation has helped many. Awesome. And like always, folks, keep showing up, taking action, because you will get results. Have a wonderful day.